0: Let's go. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. We are back with our coverage of Showtime's Dexter New Blood with episode four titled H is for Hero. And this episode is my favorite of all time of this mini series, of course. This one has been amazing. Mm-hmm. It's all about Harrison, right? And I wouldn't expect the best episode of the series to be about Harrison, but obviously he is going to be the main thing moving forward. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it was a banger. It was the 100th episode for Dexter. Someone on our Instagram account at Benstown TV did let us know that technically New Blood counts as its own miniseries, so it doesn't count towards the total. But Michael C. Hall, 100 episodes. Congratulations. And it was a freaking awesome episode.
0: Oh, my God. It was so fucking good. Where do we even start?
1: Well, first of all, is this confirming that Harrison actually has a dark passenger?
0: Yeah. I mean, I so. so, so we'll just get this out of the way because when it first started happening, like when Dexter shows up at the scene and he's, and Harrison's kind of recounting it to both Angela and him, I was like, oh, Dexter's overreacting. He's making shit up in his head. Like I I almost thought it would have been better if he was making it up because Dexter was like tweaking in that scene. I mean, there's blood everywhere. He's like, I don't know. It's it's so such a weird situation. But of course, by the end of the episode, it's confirmed. I mean, the the end scene is psycho. Like, I don't want to jump up that far yet. Because yeah. we just fucking started this. But speaking of that end scene, I just will give Deb the MVP for the acting yeah, of this episode. At least, Jennifer Carpenter. Saying he was born in blood, just like you. And then the shot to Dexter getting Harrison as a baby. Chef's kiss.
1: Yeah, it was really it was really good. Jennifer Carpenter nailed it this episode with everything she was in, all yeah. the scenes she was in. I guess, yeah, I agree. It, it confirms he has a dark passenger. Yeah. It's one of those things, though. Are you are we saying that it's like similar to Dexter, where he knew that his friend was going to shoot up the school, so his friend meets the code, kind of like what Dexter said, and that's why he slashed him. But my theory. Is gonna be that his dark passenger is the Trinity Killer, like the guy he talks to in his head. Because we're gonna get the cameo. We got a quick picture of him.
0: This episode was so fucking yeah. Good.
1: The podcast what was, was awesome. It, what was it called again?
0: Mary fucking kill. Yeah, yeah.
1: It sounds <laughs> just like one of our bank kill Mary.
0: Yeah, that was amazing. I love Jamie Chung's character. Can you just settle it once and for all? What the fuck's her name? <laughs> I'm going to keep calling her Jamie if you don't tell me. right Oh, so
1: me... Uh, well, we're going to have to look that one up because I keep calling her Jamie Chung's character, too.
0: <laughs> She's incredible.
1: Molly Park.
0: Molly Park. And I won't call her Jamie anymore. Molly. Got it. But yeah, I love Molly. And so last episode, I think Angie said she was going to send Harrison some podcast recommendations of like true crime stuff. And so she sends him Mary fuck kill from Molly And when the Trinity Killer episode three or whatever episode it was came Mm -hmm. through, I mean, in a sea of of amazing moments in this episode, that one really like took the breath away. And I wanted to talk about this because America like romanticizes these like true crime things. Like even I, I mean. We literally are watching a show all about murder. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. Mm-hmm. But at least this is fake. Like people love the true crime stuff. Yeah. And this is a firsthand account of watching somebody listen to it, but it directly affected them. Like, yeah, God, I watch true crime stuff. And you're just like, yeah, fuck that guy and feel bad for her. But you're like, watch it while eating popcorn yeah, and for I entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, for entertainment. And it's fucked up. Like, it is beyond fucked up.
1: I mean, Harrison literally is sitting there on the bleachers. It pops up as the Trinity killer. And there's a picture of Trinity and Rita, his mother, you know. and I wasn't
0: expecting that. No.
1: And, you know, it explains what what happens. And it talks about his he's not killing in threes. He's killing in fours. And it brings up the slash to the inside of the leg. And spoiler alert. Where does Harrison slice in the inside of the leg, and what kind of weapon does he use? The same one Trinity uses. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's safe to say that he has some type of dark passenger. Um, I don't know. Like, they're gonna have to explain it more. Like, they didn't. It showed in the first five years or so of his life that he seemed fine. You know, he didn't have anything like that. We don't know anything about Hannah, so we have no idea what his childhood actually was like. Is it an addiction? that he had a couple years back. He said he got clean. Maybe the addiction was him trying to get rid of the dark passenger or somebody talking in his head or whatever, or Mm. the need to kill whatever it was.
0: That was such a good theory that he's going to be inside Harrison, the um, Trinity killer. So I'm going to say my two insane theories that make no sense, even though they were never going to make sense from the beginning. So one, (laughs) what if Harrison killed Hannah and she didn't die? And then two, what if Harrison and Hannah are going to kill Dex?
1: Yeah, well, we, yeah, no, I mean, OK, so we said that Harrison is an unreliable narrator, just like mm-hmm. Dexter is, right? Yeah, we don't get his actual narration like we get Dexter's. We were not inside his head. So him saying that Hannah's dead. And again, Dexter never checked on it yet. We don't know how she died. We don't know if he's telling the truth and she's alive. It could be anything. We did say he could have killed her. She could be in jail. She could have actually died from cancer. No yeah. idea. It could be any of those it could be none of those. We have no idea. But I wasn't expecting a drop like this already where we're foreshadowing that Harrison actually has the dark passenger. We talked a lot about last episode where it was really cool and if we were right about it, the fact that he is faking, which it seems like he is. He, it seems yeah. like he's a he seems like he does have some feelings. I think the stuff that he said like on the bleachers to the all the bullies and stuff was him talking from the heart. And that's maybe that's his type of code.
0: I'm split. I one part of me is like, wow, I can't believe we got that drop already. But again, it's a limited short series, so we got to get to that at some point. And if they're getting getting to that this early, it's probably going to be really fucking good. Mm -hmm. And then part of me is like, well, for three whole episodes, he really didn't give any signs that there was anything wrong with them. I don't think we're only theorizing this stuff because this is Dexter's biggest fear. It's why I left him, like all these different things. Like we're watching Dexter. So that's why we're theorizing it. I don't think there was actual evidence besides like the grip of the throat or like, but all that stuff could have just been actually being heroic. So it's, it's definitely interesting. I do love that he can put on, but I a hundred percent think he's the killer. He's I mean, you don't just like stab somebody right in their major arteries in their leg for the first time and be like,
1: Yo. oh, you're saying you believe he is a killer.
0: Oh, big time. Uh, I thought he like said he's-
1: the killer. I was like, the killer of what?
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. A killer. Yeah. And yeah, because that there's no way that was his first one, especially so like finesse like that. Right. I mean, he provoked Ethan kind of and then was able to I, I guess he was looking to kill him. Right? Like, cause you don't want him to be able to talk.
1: Yeah. I I don't know exactly. That's the thing. He doesn't have Dexter's training. So was he just trying to stop a killer? Like the code? Like, is he just trying to stop someone who he thinks is bad? Mm. But the slash to the leg makes it feel like dark passenger where he, like he has a need to do what Trinity did to all those people, including his mom. Um, I mean, the scene where Harrison comes in to talk to the parents and see Ethan in the hospital, that's a confusing scene. And it's an awesome scene at the same time. Confusing one, because was he going because he actually cares about Ethan, which it makes you seem. And he was checking on him or two to see if he was still alive.
0: Or, yeah, is it one of those things where killers go back to the crime scene, like, while the cops and the the reporters are there? Like, they'll say, like, look in the crowd. They like to see their work type deal. Could be any of those things. One, since we're talking about that scene, I really didn't think that Ethan's parents would react that way. They're being such dicks. If Harrison's story was true, which it is obviously not, like, he tried to kill Harrison, like he stabbed him. I mean he yeah. didn't, but just pretend in, we're in a yeah, world in where Har- he did.
1: In Harris's defense, as far as the parents know, Ethan took Harrison to the back of an assembly or whatever it was. What was it? Like the back of the Yeah, whatever. Like, but he's like
0: it. on the stage, backstage. Yeah,
1: backstage behind the curtain. There we go. Got it. Takes him there, tells him he wants to shoot up the school, and says, I want you to help me. Now, Harrison says that he says to Ethan, let's go talk to a, a teacher, a parent. Let me help you. And then he gets attacked. The mom is freaking out, saying, why wouldn't you tell us? Well, when is he supposed to tell her? I, I mean, unless he like just ran away and let Ethan do what he was going to do. You know, there's no way to get to the parents to tell them in between. But we know that Harrison's story is bogus, but there's still truth to Harrison's story because he's still was planning what he was planning Harrison knew something was going on because he saw the pictures, Mm -hmm. but I do believe that Harrison thought that it was a friend of his. Like, I feel like he does care. It's just, I guess we're going to find out. I really don't know. It's going to have to do with something with a moral code or something.
0: Well, let's just go with the actual forensics of it all, because I really liked all those scenes specifically. Like, Dexter listening to him tell the story. And then when him and Deb, well, I guess first they're in the police station and he sees the stab and immediately the CSI in him is like, nope, nope. Yeah. And then he figures out it's not even the same fucking knife. That's ridiculous. Like if they weren't in this tiny, tiny baby town, yeah. any CSI would be like, that was not a hunting knife. It's a g-. the difference between a hunting knife and a drape razor. Yeah. Come on.
1: And That's our, not even close. where's our boy, the CSI guy who figured everything out about yeah. Matt? Like, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I understand that it's not a missing person, but it was going to be someone shooting up the school and it was an attack with a knife. I feel like you can get your CSI guy back to make sure that all everything is right with what they're saying and all their stories. But really quick, before we keep going, I do want to bring back up the parent situation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The scene where the mom is talking to him and Harrison's face when he gets mad for a second,
0: oh, yeah. that's the
1: first time where you're like, okay, there's something in there.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not
1: good. Because Agreed. you know he's there and he has whatever intention he has. And I do believe his intention was to check on Ethan. and me. I do think he thought they were friends. But that face that he makes when the mom says, "Like I don't want to ever see you again, you're POS yeah. pretty much. Boom. Mm-hmm. Dark passenger right there.
0: It's just like in the eyes. Yep. Yeah, I mean, the scene where Dex is recreating the crime scene with Deb made me miss old, like, um, blood splatter analysis when he's, like, fucking up the mannequins yep. and it'd be the real blood or, like, when he had the, like, red string lines. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this feels old school.
1: He walks in <laughs> and I thought he was going to figure that out ASAP. Like, I didn't think it was going to take all the way to the police station. I thought he was going to walk in like he did. And he said, oh, it's not too deep. Like, he knew right away the cut wasn't too deep. And he was like, all right, that's good. You didn't get it. It was just a shallow cut. Then I'm seeing the blood all over the floor. And I thought right away he was going to be like, well, that doesn't sound right based on the story. Like, I thought we were going to get Dexter's narration ASAP saying this is not right. We get like 10 minutes before he goes to the police station and starts questioning. And I was like, if he doesn't start questioning, I'm going to be pissed. But then when he does, it's phenomenal, you know, and Back to you saying Jennifer Carpenter was awesome. The scene where Dexter walks it through with Jennifer Carpenter's Deb. Amazing. Cash money.
0: That's when the like devil angel on your shoulder, him, her being his conscious, works really well. When you're getting both ends, because you love Deb. And I know we keep harping on this, but this is when it really worked for me, when it's like, OK, it actually takes you out of it. And then you have to kind of remind yourself where it's like, oh, shit. That actually is him. Both sides just being so conflicted. And she's yep. like, you're making this up. You're you're conjuring out of nothing. He's he's a hero. You're jealous that he's a hero, whatever it is, mm-hmm. man. That going on in Dexter's head is wild. That sucks. I mean, last episode, Harrison's like, be on my side. You're not on my side. Someone's yeah. got to have my back. And now the next episode, he finds this out. It's like a How? Do you ever
1: And of course, you know, almost every scene Dexter has with Harrison after he gets stabbed from the first scene almost, he's questioning him and Harrison's getting pissed. Yeah. You know, and he's like, "Oh, I, you know, pretty much like your son almost died, uh, you know, I'm in pain and you're asking me, you're interrogating me, what's the deal?" And he's saying, "Oh, my old CSI brain whatever." But Harrison, you know, if if everything we think is true, then First question, we're going to get into these numbers again. First question is, do you think Harrison knows about who Dexter really is? And two, if he doesn't, then, you know, he's like Dexter, where he's like, my dad can't question me like this. I need to get out of this somehow because I need to keep my cover.
0: I think I'm going to say, yes, he knows. Um, I'm going to say that Hannah told him he has to. Mm -hmm. Like, he definitely knows more than he's letting on. Now that we know that he's hiding Obviously, this whole other side of him, Mm -hmm. there's got to be more.
1: I kept racking my brain trying to figure out ways that it could be like a red herring where he doesn't actually have the dark passenger. But it just seems like it has to be that because I was like too early. Are they really telling us is there going to be five more, six more episodes of the two of them walking through the journey of, you know, teaching him how to kill or teaching him about the dark passenger or hoping to teach him not to kill whatever it is? But it just seems like there can't be any, I mean, you have the straight blade with you, you know, on you to attack, knowing you're going to attack, slicing the inside of the leg. You know, the only thing that you could say is like, no, you can't. I don't have anything. I was going to say, like, maybe he just like instinctively, like, went for the leg because he keeps hearing the stories about Trinity and this and that. But you still no. have to have the straight blade with you. No, I can't see it. It has to be that he has something going yeah. on.
0: Dexter says he attacked him from behind, like mm-hmm. he was trying to get away. So that is, it's all deliberate. He has yep. it. I mean, when he was shaking the uh, flashlight, Alex was like, "It's the knife." I was like, "Yeah,
1: that's what I said." No, too.
0: I said it's it's like teeth. <laughs> like, I was just like fucking around. I don't think I said teeth. I forget what I said. No, it's batteries it that sounded won't work. Like, I mean, the knife they showed on the murder board was a fucking hunter's knife. A hunter's knife would not fit into that. I Was not thinking it was going to be a straight razor and. I'm glad that Deb's narration said that because one, apparently I missed when they said a straight razor on the podcast, or at least maybe I wasn't specifically listening to the word straight razor. I was just like too busy, like freaking out. But I'm glad Deb said that because it's been so long since I watched season four. I just forgot. But honestly, I I forgot when she was walking through the podcast, just how brutal Trinity killer is. Yeah.
1: And. It's crazy. There's so much to talk about. Like we last yeah. episode, we we talked so much about him being a chameleon, just like his dad, being able to walk the walk, talk the talk, just to blend in. Mm-hmm. Well, you know he's doing it now. You know for a fact that he's doing it because the whole crying. Oh, is he gonna be okay? I didn't mean to kill him. I hope he's not gonna die. There's so much blood. It's freaking me out. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Even to Dexter, to Angela, to everyone, is 100% an act. Yeah. And now Dexter knows it's an act. And let me ask you a question. Did Dexter smile a little bit when?
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah. he did. Uh, OK, yeah. so we rewound it because I must have missed it. Because again, I was like, I I tend to do that. That's why I normally watch things we're podcasting on twice. Mm-hmm. But since we do it so fast, I didn't have time to watch it again. But we rewound it because Al was like that smile. I was yeah. like,
1: wow, I thought he was going to yeah, kiss the time. knife because it's like right up against his face. And then he does like a little smile. Yeah. It was such a good reveal. Everything's been great so far. Four episodes in. So happy that it's been good. Not exactly where I thought it was going. Didn't think we were going to get this reveal so soon. But now we have a lot to deal with here. We have Harrison. We have an actual killer with Matt Daddy. Yeah, before
0: we switch to Matt Daddy, because there's a lot to talk about there, I just want to talk about how I cannot believe in a million years that they had an assembly and only pulled people on the kill list. Yeah. To be in the room, it's like that feels like not information you let out. Be like, this man put you on the kill list.
1: Yeah. Or one by one, bring him to the guidance counselor or something and be like, listen. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, but I mean, and it's funny because Harrison wasn't on the list, but he had to be there, I guess, because he was part of it. But stabbed him. Yeah. Which, again, is another good speech that he gives because is
0: it
1: a fake speech? It seemed real. Maybe he doesn't have the absence of feeling like Dexter always did. So, you know, I I don't know. We'll see. But I thought that was an amazing speech that he gave because it needed to be said, you know, that that these guys, they're making Mm -hmm. fun of him more. You know, they're literally making fun of him more. These wrestlers aren't taking the situation seriously. And Harrison's like, guys, you were harassing him his entire life, you know, this and that, whatever. And, you know, I thought it was good on his part to say everything like that.
0: Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Harrison is definitely likable still, which is funny because that so was Dexter. Like, we All love right. Dexter. And I still like Harrison. The way he sticks up for people, it's, it's real. Like, Dexter's a good dude. Dexter, I mean, <laughs> that is just a false statement. But I mean, like. <laughs> Back in the day, like he would bring donuts every day. He was there for a lot of people. He wouldn't have killed anybody in the police. Hall. He wouldn't have killed his friends. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's a, he has good intentions. And he, even if he's faking it, he's still like a good friend.
1: Yeah. He's a people. controlled monster. I mean, he yeah. said it a million times he's a monster, but he has a code or he's a monster and he's organized and he's, or yeah. whatever it is, you know? Um, it has to be said exactly like you said earlier in this episode that, yeah, he's a monster. He's a killer. How many people has he killed? How many he enjoys killing? But that's the problem with Dexter. And that's where Clyde Phillips's ending comes in original for the original series. And what's going to happen now? We talked okay. about this in episode one. Harrison took so little for an answer and was fine. That just makes you believe, especially what we know now, that he knows what's good. Yeah. Like he knows the deal and he took what he could get so that he can get back in with his dad. And and whether there's a good reason or a bad reason for it, you know, whether it's malicious or if he actually does want to be around Dexter. But he took what he could get and just let it go. It seems to me that he does know more.
0: Yeah, I agree. And to kind of transition, not fully away from Harrison, because if we have something else to say, I would love to talk about it, but to Matt Daddy, mm-hmm. which is Matt's dad, of course. So when Matt Daddy comes and brings Harrison up the present and is like, hey, stud, I was like, ew, what yeah. the fuck? This guy's <laughs> a freak, man. But uh, a fucking drum, like that's not going to come back to bite him in the ass.
1: I honestly thought it was going to be like a gun. You know, because... Oh. That's like a rite of passage in that you know area with the hunters and everything. I literally thought he was going to give him a gun or a knife, and I thought Dexter was going to be like, "Oh shit!"
0: (laughs) I thought it was going to be a gun as well, but like a handgun, obviously, because the box was small. Mm -hmm. But a drone is like—is that not going to have Harrison catch people like doing something? Come on! I mean, literally giving someone a drone. I need to know where Matt Daddy is committing these things. Okay, last episode we forgot to touch on the fact that. Matt, daddy, allegedly, because it's not confirmed yet. But the killer of these young women is embalming them or like mm-hmm. tax taking their blood out. <laughs>
1: ice truck, <laughs> truck killing them. And yeah, tax. That's exactly what I said. I said, are we going to find taxidermied bodies, people?
0: Right. And where are they? And yeah. well, it's that- crazy because. What the fuck? And I was like, a whole all kinds of mixed up when so that happened last episode. And then in this episode, that woman comes from the diner into his office, which looks like the killer's office. And <laughs> I was like, is he have just like workers with him doing these things? Like I, I was I supposed to know that he owns that diner?
1: I can't remember if they say why he's rich, but I, I feel like there's something was said earlier on that pretty much says he owns a lot of stuff in this town.
0: Yeah. Like the fact that he has a, his office is in the diner. It's was like a little weird to me, but I mean, what um, did he
1: say? What did he say when he was trying to convince everyone to help him find Matt? He said, most of your kids worked at my whatever. I don't think it was the restaurant. I thought it was like a mm-hmm. lumber yard or something, but, um, Yeah, I just assumed he owns everything. And yeah, it was weird because I was assuming that this girl was going to be someone that like Matt did something wrong to and he's like paying her off so that she shuts up or something. Hmm. And we still don't really know exactly what she wanted. I mean, she just wanted money, but they had to have some kind of relationship where she knew to ask him. Right. I um, mean, was I so they something?
0: show him talking to her in a flash in the corner of the diner earlier that yeah. episode when like Dex sees him doing that. And Dex is having like a narration of like, why is he lying about Matt being dead? Blah, blah blah. And I was like, oh, he's looking at his next target. I wasn't really thinking that they knew each other until
1: she came in- back asking for money.
0: Yeah, because it's like, oh, he gave money before, but with no like consequence. You know what I mean, maybe he chooses his kills like very specifically. I don't know. I don't know because he's he's another one of these ones who obviously does good deeds around the town, but then it's just like killing innocent women. So,
1: yeah, I have a feeling that his good deeds are more for like a disguise. Yeah. Um.
0: OK, so this is great. Let's start from the beginning of this just because I liked the scene of deb walking through dexter's theory right in the beginning and he's saying like uh matt daddy thinks like a seneca man killed matt dexter's theorizing the reason why matt wants to or matt daddy wants to brush under the table the rug or whatever the hell that phrase is (laughs) is um so he could get revenge on the seneca man
1: without having the cops up his ass
0: yeah exactly and i'm like well matt's not even confirmed dead so why would he do that you know what i mean like there's a million reasons why it was stupid for matt daddy to like fake this because like check the phone records check this check that yeah he's still a man on the loose like he needs to be it's going to be confirmed pretty
1: quickly that he that this is bullshit because angela is going to be able to Confirm that there's no credit cards used at the hotel. She asked for that. But I just think that this whole thing is just weirdly written. Um, if you have a missing person, okay, if I'm Angela, I would say, Oh, well, can you show me the FaceTime? Now, there's a couple things that could happen here. Matt Daddy could say, Show me your warrant, (laughs) which then he looks guilty and he looks like he's lying, or he would show it and then there would be nothing. So do you really need
0: deep. permission to look into somebody else's phone records or no, if they're a, a part of a case, like you can look into Matt daddy's phone records, knowing that Matt called him. It's like, okay, trace Matt's phone records, nothing. Okay. Matt FaceTimed him from another phone. Okay. Then we need to get that number now. Now easy warrant. You know yeah, what I mean? No,
1: I think, well, the warrant is what gets you being able to look into someone's records. You need the warrant to do that. So, I don't right. think that you can look at Matt Daddy's stuff, but you could look at Matt's because he's the missing person.
0: Right. But this is a crime, an open case. Right. And once they look at Matt's and find out that he did not call, they're going to say, OK, this is an open case. Like we have enough to get a warrant, I think. I think that's like that's easy. I feel like Matt Daddy's just fucking up. This is like not good, especially because he's he's very specific with it, too. I didn't write it down, but he was like, he didn't answer the 10 times before or the three times after. It's like, mm-hmm. OK, well, let's get your phone record. Did you even call him 14 times? I mean, I know people just say shit to say shit, but it's just like you're being so very specific. When Yeah, I mean, this he said
1: topic. he was on a bender and he was in a hotel, which is what's going to screw him. Because, again, she's going to look for the hotel bill on the credit cards that haven't been used. And mm-hmm. it'll have Angela be more. Skeptical, but I, I mean, I do think, Eileen, that it's you do need a lot more for a warrant on somebody else. Like, you can't just be like, Hey, are you lying? Like, he has to be like a major suspect, and you have to convince a judge that it has something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, like you can't just be like, He said Matt Callum, and I don't think he's telling the truth. Give me that warrant, you know? It has to be something. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know. I feel like it's like obstruction of justice not to give it. I feel like we're harping on this too long, but just agree with me that it's bullshit.
1: It's bullshit. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> OK, thank you. <laughs>
0: um, OK. And then next, I wanted to talk about Dex and him on the front porch. Matt, daddy. Mm-hmm. And Matt, daddy says he's killed people about Matt. And then Dex is like, well, something about driving the boat. And then he wasn't driving the boat like blah, blah, blah. Who told you Then Dex had to lie and be like, well, I mean, technically, this Dex is how he heard it he big time slipped and that is so unlike him and made me anxious. But I mean, I feel like he played it off pretty well, Mm -hmm. but I liked the, he's like, he was fishing and I just nibbled or whatever he says. Cause he did fuck up. He definitely fucked up.
1: Yep. Yep. And Dexter does the good thing to be like, Oh, he was just a kid. And then, and Matt Daddy says, he wasn't a kid and it's an obvious lie. So that seems like Dexter only still has it from, you know, another source, you know, down the grapevine, not actually like, Matt's friend or Matt himself saying that he did it before he gets stabbed by Dexter on the table, you know, but that's a major slip though on Dexter's part because he shouldn't have known that.
0: But why would Matt daddy say he's killed people? That's a crazy thing to say. Is that just bad writing? Is that what
1: he said? I can't remember if he (laughs) He said it in that way. He
0: goes, at least Harrison is a hero. He saved some people from being killed. I think he literally says, Matt has killed people or something very, very like. I was like, why the hell would he say that?
1: Hmm. I don't remember how it was said.
0: Um, Listeners, please write in and correct
1: us.
0: (laughs) But Uh, yeah, I was like, "Mm, Dex, you fucked it.
1: Dex freaking slipped up and he never does. And it's just showing us that he's rusty, man. He's been rusty. Mm He hasn't done anything for 10 years. So our boy's super rusty. He needs a little practice or Harrison might get the better of him. I know. So finishing up here with our Matt daddy situation, he takes the girl, whatever reason she wanted money, then she used it for something else instead of getting out of town. I don't know why he was trying to get her out of town. Maybe she, he just decided to make her a victim because she knows something she shouldn't. And that's why he wants her out of town. And then she, she keeps saying, I want more money. I want more money. And actually doesn't leave. So maybe he's just like, all right, you're a victim now I'm I'm taking you. Um, we see now that he's taking her back to whatever that kill lodge is yeah. because we see the basement thing, the little cellar thing, which who the hell is going to decide to go down there with him? You know, <laughs> I mean, he, it's looked like that's where he was taking her at yeah. the, the front of the lodge. So it looks like it's the lodge you can chill at while they're downstairs. We saw last episode, was it where he puts all the gear on, has his sniper, takes them out from that spot. Now it must be majorly secluded. It must be near whatever he was worried about them canvassing Yeah, pretty much probably the reason why he called off the Matt thing and and lied. The only other thing about Matt daddy that I want to talk about is oil daddy. You know, he hasn't had anything again, this episode, there was nothing with him. We were wondering if they're a tag team. We're wondering what the deal was. We had a Twitter follower of ours hit us up on Benchtown TV, Twitter, thinking that, it was a blackmail type of thing, maybe where like oil daddy might've been a killer or part of it. And he's using Matt daddy to take care of his dirty work or something. He's blackmailing him into it. Mm-hmm. I liked that, but I don't know if I like it anymore because I feel like, are we missing something with oil daddy? Like, I feel like he's there. He's not, I feel like we would have gotten a connection with them already because it really does just look like Matt daddy's doing it. Like the blackmail yeah. thing doesn't make sense just to me now because Matt daddy's literally the one holding them in the lodge the cellar. He is gearing up and hunting them like most dangerous game. It just seems like he's enjoying what he's doing and if it was blackmail you would think he'd just like oh shit, okay, I'll go kill the girl, you know, yeah. something like that.
0: Yeah, I think that oil daddy will definitely come back to, into play and will have some sort of big part. I don't think he's just a red herring. I I I need him to be something, you know, but I just really think that Harrison took the center stage in this episode. I'm sure next episode we'll get some like oil daddy stuff because I don't want that to be a very last second thing. You know, like I don't want that to be like episode 10.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm involved. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, yeah. you don't want that. Yeah. I mean, we obviously have a lot of season left, more than half. So, yeah, we're good. We're good. But just saying
0: Speaking of just that whole investigation. So Molly Park comes in, who is the Mary fuck killed Jimmy Chung's character. And she's bulldozing into Angela's office and Angela's like mega caught off guard. Angela is the chief of police and can barely do anything. And this mm-hmm. chick like not like she's trying very hard. She obviously yeah. cares about these girls where no one's looking and, Molly literally says that to her. So she put the missing persons girls up on her feed and everybody, 800,000 followers or whatever, contacted her. Some were found, some whatever. But there were three girls where no one touched it at all.
1: Yeah, so, so Molly's followers yeah. literally found a couple of these girls yeah. within hours when Angela's been looking for them for years, probably. Yeah. So that was a good piece of offering by Molly. I agree with you 100%. I really do like Molly's character. Kind of yeah. reminds me of Piper from Scream.
0: Oh, can't <laughs> be true. Yeah, we
1: yeah, right now. <laughs> spoiler, uh, alert. spoiler alert. No, it's not a spoiler. <laughs> She's a podcaster, right? Piper's a podcaster I thought you meant.
0: I really thought you meant that um, Jamie was. Don't you be... say it.
1: That's the that's the spoiler. <laughs> you know, Jamie or Molly does the the research, he has her followers, dig up this stuff, finds the proof, offers the peace offering. Angela pretty much says, Listen, if you're gonna do this for the right reason, then I will take it and thank you. Which is obviously a big change from a couple scenes before when you find out Molly's banging our busy deputy, was he deputy boy. our boy the deputy, yeah. and <laughs> you know, Angela's basically thrown her out of the of the office. So Molly having that, she's going to be digging some stuff up. And for all we know, she might dig up the fact that Harrison might be related to one of her podcasts. You know, there could be anything that she digs up and she's going to be a, a problem. Again, we talked about her last episode. She has all the power of you know her followers and not being held back by the law. And now she has the law on her side. So she's going to be a force.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, and in this scene, I believe, is when we confirm that Iris was her best friend. Yep. Which is a cool little, like, confirm, done, love it. And it was when they were younger. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that this, like, does this town just have a problem with missing girls? Or has this killer been happening for a long time?
1: Well, if, if you're going to say that Iris is one of them, like, maybe one of the people that was taken and killed, then this would be maybe 25, 30 years ago, probably. They grew right? up in
0: that town, though. Yeah, so, so it I'm could s- be... Matt Daddy's gonna be like, Iris, my first kill. And yeah. like, Angela's gonna stab him.
1: Yeah, well... That's what what my theory. Like, if you say 15 girls, whatever it is, I don't know if it was 15, but 15 in 30 years or something. Yeah, that's still... In a small town, that's still really bad. But yeah, now we're proving that some are just runaways, and, and Angela actually says that many people think they're just runaways. So for some reason they're getting swept under the rug and Angela has the heart and because of Iris, she wants to take care of it. She wants to talk to all the victims, parents and see if she can do anything about it. And she didn't have the resources, but now maybe Molly's going to be able to help her out.
0: Yeah, I think that's good. I like that. There's two different storylines going on now. Harrison being a huge one. Yeah, really. There's three Dex being a killer and killing Mm. Matt. Right. Matt, daddy being the killer of girls. yep, And then now Harrison being a killer. So there's really three big storylines. I don't know if they're just kind of sweet Matt, like under like, I don't know if the Matt thing was just to kind of start this uh, turn of events. That is the season.
1: Start the anxiety.
0: Yeah, it'll come back maybe
1: mm-hmm.
0: as plot device. But I don't know that it's going to be like a huge thing. Especially if Matt Daddy's like, no, he's cool. He's alive.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I do think Angela's going to figure out pretty quickly that there's something sketchy about Matt Daddy's whole thing because of the hotel thing. And she told the deputy to get into that. So I do think that there's going to be some questioning now. You know, the question is, if is her attention going to be mainly on the girls or mainly on Matt? Probably the girls, because if something comes to light, then that's a way bigger case.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And that's another reason, like, once... Everyone knows what Dex knows, meaning that Matt, daddy lied. That just opens such a can of why would you lie? What Mm -hmm. the fuck? What are you hiding? That's a crazy thing to do.
1: That's why I honestly think that, like I said last episode, he's going to get caught quicker than we think. But
0: they were calling off the search and calling Matt a runaway. Like what happened in that 24 hours? That made Matt Daddy be like, oh,
1: that was the ex- remember the expansion of the canvassing. Remember, they said they were going to keep canvassing, and he's like, well, that's where my hideout is. And if you canvass that,
0: so he'd rather Matt, <laughs> he'd rather his son just be gone than, um, them find his classroom full of taxidermy women.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, probably <laughs> it's a weird thing that going back to that conversation that he had with Dexter. You know, he said the biggest fear of a parent is basically your kid being awful and turning out to be like Matt. You know, obviously he he has some love for him because it's his son, but he's also like he's a screw up. And I it was me who screwed him up. It's a weird situation. A um, couple of random things that we didn't get to talk about. I was a little upset earlier in the episode. They do fix it later. But, you know, Angela and Dexter are a new couple, he says. And she says, I love you. And he says, I love you, too. And all Rita ever got was a me too." Dexter's calling card back in the day. I love you. Me, too. He does do it in the second phone call instead of saying I love you or in the office when she's saying I love you and he's walking out. But I no, was like,
0: he says, love you, too. In oh the office. really,
1: well, then I'm yeah. pissed. Then I'm pissed.
0: I must have missed the first I love you because I was like, does he say I love you to people?
1: <laughs> and that's the thing. He says me, too. Yeah, I mean, he didn't love Rita and he, and we know he loved Rita because that was the whole point of towards the end of season four. So what what's up with that? But um I
0: agree. Yeah. And then speaking of loving people, the conversation between Harrison and Dex about Deb was
1: was awesome. fire. Yeah. I
0: mean, him saying fuck nuggets and Dex being like, Aunt Deb used to say that. And mm-hmm. then he's like, What do you remember? And he's like, Not much other than the swears or whatever. Yeah, but she she's was like fun. you miss him. Ugh. He was. That was fun.
1: And it's funny to see Jennifer Carpenter in the background, it's all happy. Yeah. 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 It was. It was a good scene. I. I, I was like, oh, yeah. that yeah, was that, really cute. Um, I don't really have too many other notes here. Um, I mean, really, I mean. the only other thing that I wanted bad, and I hope we get at some point, is when Dexter goes back into the school to check. On what the blood showed, and, and he goes through the whole thing with Debbie's He's wearing gloves because he's being Dexter, but he's wearing like winter gloves. I was like, "Damn, give me those black latex glove and give me the Dexter Kill shirt, or yeah. I'm gonna freak out. I need the Dexter Kill shirt, the brown shirt before the end of this season."
0: I feel like they really stuck him with that shirt early on and regretted it. I hated Dexter that Kill shirt, man. Shirt. That's, oh, I, I hated love. it. Such yeah. a dumb shirt. It's ugly.
1: Nah, I love it.
0: But yeah, I don't have much. I don't really have that many theories other than crazy ones. I I think the one that I want to subscribe to is what you said that John Lithgow, the Trinity killer is going to be Harrison's dark passenger. That's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, I hope. I hope so. I hope that's it. And it would be really cool if we get an episode through Harrison's eyes instead of through Dexter's eyes. That would be so cool. I would really, really like that if. Everything is true. And he has a dark passenger and just having an episode start. And instead of it being Dexter's narration, it's Harrison. Boom. Yeah. Love it.
0: Agreed. I love it.
1: All right. I think that's, I think that's it. Yeah. All right, y'all.
0: This has been Sean TV. And if you are so lucky, you are watching our faces do this. And you're watching me lounge. On YouTube, I'm absolutely chilling after work. <laughs> Couldn't even be bothered to put the Binge Town logo in the background. Yeah, Right. She doesn't care. Um, but if you're not listening on YouTube, probably listening on Spotify. Check out our other things. Um, if you have any critiques or anything you want to add, any cool theories, shoot us a tweet at uh, Binge on TV on Twitter. Shoot us a DM. Bench on TV on Instagram. Also, um, all of our links are at bingetountv.com. And then we also have an email, bingetountv at gmail.com. What do yeah, you got, hit, us, hit us
1: up, guys. I mean, we had a, a good amount from last week's episode. Wanted to give those props to the people that brought up the blackmail. A couple of people giving a lot of props to some of our theories. We really appreciate that. So, again, if you guys have anything, Instagram, Twitter, email, hit us up. We love it. That's the reason why we do this. We are a fantasy sci-fi podcast and you name it, we've probably covered it or we will cover it. Let us know what you want us to cover and we will cover it. Most likely guys. Thank you so much for listening. We are binge TV and have a great night.
0: You're listening to the Geekscape network.